Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hi, and welcome to another episode of X of Words. You're here with me, Ash, again, and this episode, I'm with Matt. And you can find him at Magical Matt Four Two. That's M A G I C A L M A Double T Four Two. Hey, Matt. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, man. How are you? What's going on? I'm, I'm giddy now. This is this is exciting. <laughs> um, cool. So before we joined, um, we uh, we were going to record, and Matt called the record button a nipple. And I'm going to use that as my excuse if any of my ideas are incoherent, because that spun me considerably. But I thought you guys should know. That's kind of like a that's kind of like a legendary thing to do. So hopefully that catches on, right? I I guess I didn't. It was not even a second thought to me. <laughs> okay, cool. So now that we've done that, um, let's talk about the question: whether why Kitty Pride can't go through the gates and what that means. So now we know the question, and now we know Matt, and now you know me. I am gonna hit the nine minute timer now. Okay, what do you think, Matt? Go for it. Okay, so I think this is a giant conspiracy. So Kitty's on the island now, but basically at the start, she was kind of kept in the dark, kind of put in different places because she couldn't use the portals. This is keeping her away from things. I think, this goes all back to her the first time we saw her as Kate Pride, which was Days of Future Past, which is also a robot versus mutant war where things get out of hand. She's a major player, and if we look at her history, she's one of the few X-Men that really understand computers. She was the tech whiz with uh, Cypher coming up during like the original New Mutants phase, and like she's their weapon against technology she can wave her hand and take out almost any of this stuff so i feel like she's being put in a position in the dark to you know be a player in this war kind of at the behest of where xavier wants her but there's some there's some secret that they want her to not know to keep keep her in line i guess oh okay in line um i agree i agree because I, I, I mean, it has to, right. It has to be something, you know. None of this stuff is going to happen by accident. These things aren't just random and they happen in a vacuum. So there's got to be some reason she can't go through there. And like Kip, Kipman loves a deep cut, and he loves weird sort of big, like long, long-reaching conspiracy. So I'm, I'm hundred percent with you on this. Just not being like, oh, Doug forgot to program her name in. <laughs> right. Um, but but at the same time, um, did we ever see Kitty in in Powers of X? Like, where was she? Do you remember what her story was? Oh, during during Powers, I don't think she was there. I don't think we see her till we're in what I think it was technically X Men, but basically Marauders. I I can't tell where one title ends and another begins anymore because it's so all over the place. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um. Because she doesn't much... Uh, okay, so as far as I remember, she doesn't have a huge role in the future. And R- some of it just felt a little bit like plot to me. Like, they, they had the cool idea of Kitty being out, like, on the high seas on the boat, doing a little pirate thing with her tattooed knuckles and that ugly jacket. But 
then I don't know there just has to be something so I, we spoke before about th there being the neo thing there's this old weird deep cut about um, Kitty being a neo which is a different type of mutant which means she's not actually a mutant um, and I, I listened to that but then I heard your thing Matt and I liked your thing better <laughs> <laughs> yeah I when I was looking into it, I, I saw the Neo thing, and it, it makes sense, except for the fact that the Neo thing doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, it's a different kind of mutant. What does that even really mean? It's kind of like the mutate thing. It's like, okay, but, like, Nightcrawler's a mutant, and he's not just, like, a human with an ability or some sort of, like, you know, extra something. Like, he's a different creature, but he's just a mutant. So, where's the line? I don't it doesn't make sense to me that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not really sure. I mean, the other thing is maybe she's got beef with Krakoa. Maybe she yeah. like pissed in a bush or did something she didn't. <laughs> you never know. Well, you never know. And Krakoa's feelings, I mean, with X of Swords have become kind of a sticking point. So if there's something there, I mean, that could be a big problem. I just feel like if anyone could empathize with the machines and all that, Kitty might be the first to do so because she has the least some of the most insight maybe not like forge or cipher but like she has an ability to understand that i mean that's where she came in with the x-men she was a genius because she could program basically oh, and wow. so i so feel... you, you think she's a you think she's a liability i i feel like she could be if there's something empathetic on the machine side but i haven't seen any of that the way they've been playing the machines and all that is we just want to kill everyone so until they make them a little more uh nuanced i don't see that happening but i feel like they have to at some point right like they can't just be genocidal evil that's kind of boring <laughs> that is true that is so that yeah that's really interesting because um for someone i would have thought like people like trinary probably would have been the biggest liabilities like people who directly speak and have an interface with machines and maybe have a connection that isn't that might not be only one way that's um, fair but yeah kitty's definitely on that list um but in terms of empathetic like robots nimrod and i mean i'm probably gonna get a lot of heat for this but nimrod was kind of cute yeah Impox. Remember when he was like doing the jokes and him and him and um, Karima Karima Shapanda. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know, their their little thing was quite cute, and he looks all soft and pink and smooth and like. I, I liked. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not going to say that on air. Um, <laughs> no, I get he where was coming from. He was he was as empathetic as a Nimrod's ever been. So I think that yeah, there's there there might be a there might be traction to your theory, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a little soft right now, but, you know, it, we haven't had a lot to play with yet. So I feel like there's something there, but I feel like if there's the dark twist, it's going to come from this nationalistic kind of idea that the nation of Krakoa is coming from, that we're starting to see some of the tendrils of, where Kate also has connections with, like, uh, the Fantastic Four being the one who helped Franklin out way before and all that. Like, th this idea of this, like, nationalist nation, I feel like... Kate would have a big problem from because there's also the Jewish angle, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's been kind of reaffirmed as well, which I'm really glad to see because I, I like that kind of tension happening within the X-Men because the idea that we're just going to have our own religion and all that without basically erasing all their histories feels like kind of a shot against what 
what makes X-Men cool to us reading it here in the real world. If you just kind of baseline all that, it takes away the magic. Yeah. Yeah, there's... um, And so... Well, there was the point that, like, when she comes back out, so when she gets... Uh, obviously, sorry to anybody who hasn't read, but when she, you know, when what happens happens <laughs> and she has to be resurrected, you get this grand sort of reintroduction to Kitty as a character. And I was really, really suspicious of that because so far, resurrection has almost been like a perfunctory thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an intermittent gap in people's stories. You know, they die in one way and then they jump back and they kind of just continue on. And it's it's with her, how you, like you get this whole issue of like you know getting introduced her and getting to know her again and i was like what the fuck is this about it just seemed really weird that she would get that if there wasn't like this bigger thing behind who she was before and why she couldn't get on krakoa yeah i mean wolverine's talking to other people like oh you got your rebirth cherry popped like it's it's just something that you're all going through um and yeah i mean and she gets this whole deal i mean the only other book that's really examining that in a different way is Hellions and really playing with that like gap of knowledge of where they're like logged in versus where they die. So there's things they don't know that they got murdered over. And that's interesting in a different way too, but it's nothing like what's happening with Kate where, like you said, it's this reintroduction. It's like, it's almost like they should have saved the idea of Kate until uh, that happened because then it would have been a true rebirth. But now we have this kind of, double reintroduction to the character yeah it's true and i i think she's one of those um you know one of those grenades not sorry that's a weird way to put that she's one of those time capsules so at the beginning of this story right you had sort of the the grand narrative right Mm -hmm. but then you had these these little stories that were buried in the earth that you were going to come back and dig up at some later point and so we've just seen that like the vault kids are coming back and i feel like this whole thing with kitty in the gates is another one of those buried stories that's going to pop back up properly in about six to eight months and so i'm watching her super carefully in every issue well and she's one of the few characters that basically gets a book the whole time i mean originally it looked like x-men oh Oh. (laughs) it's right so matt was worried that we wouldn't have enough material for the 10 minutes and i was like that sneaks up on you every time but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've got okay we've got a soft minute so all right what would you like it to be what would you like the, oh, the point of this to be the the conspiracy itself yeah i i mean i'd like it to be the idea that xavier throwing in with apocalypse and magneto has basically slowly basically just become like them and is going for world supremacy just with a slightly softer touch and kate realizes that in order for the world to be free and for her other people essentially to continue existing she has to put a stop to genosha so there's an actual like geopolitical conflict coming from the idea of them adhering to becoming a nationalist nation i'd like to see that truly pushed against genosha Geno- i'm sorry i keep I meant Krakoa. I, I keep... <laughs> it's all right. As a, I was like, what? I thought that was like a deep... I thought that was like a time travel comparison. comparison. Oh, yeah, no. I I just... It's a mistake I make. I was, like, I I was like, stop. Jesus Christ. He came here with... He came here with levels. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so you actually, so you want Krokoa opposed? Yeah. Oh, see, we stand in very different places with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I think if I wanted it to be anything, I'd. I I kind of feel like unless it builds to something, really really grand, I'd love it to be pointless. Okay. I'd, I'd I'd love it to be like she has Krokoa doesn't quite like her, a deep <laughs> cut of some bullshit that she did. <laughs> I would have loved Hickman to have found some absolutely irrelevant interaction between K- Krokoa and Kitty Pride, and we get to dive back and just have a laugh at why she couldn't do this. Um, that 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 would be it. I, be I'd it love me. that too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think that is us. So thank you, Matt. It's been a pleasure, mate. Um, Uh, I've been Ashley. And I've been Matt. And this has been X of Words. Oh, thank you. Good boys.